This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, a Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And on today's show, we're going to take a look at the potential next QB1 for the Carolina Panthers. And we will go over, I guess we'll check out the power rankings, and then we will preview the Seattle Seahawks visiting the Carolina Panthers at the end of the podcast. Um, but we thought it would be fun today to uh, fantasize isn't the right word. Just kind of predict possible trade scenarios, what we could get. And if they do trade Cam, like Ian Rappaport said earlier or reported, like who would be the future franchise quarterback or just quarterback in the next year? Yeah, if you, if you didn't listen to our last podcast, and honestly, I don't blame you because we got beat by the Falcons and... Who wants to listen to that? <laughs> Still, you should at least download it. But uh, mm-hmm. um, Ian Rappaport did report that the Panthers are looking at trading Cam Newton, uh, or at least looking into it, which they should, obviously. Mm-hmm. Why not put it out there and see what kind of offers you might get? Um, real quick, I, I think there was an article on Bleacher Report that gave a few possibilities and maybe none of these teams might be where Cam goes if he is traded. But the compensation, I think, is what we're in, most interested in. Um, Jerry, what what are they looking at in uh, terms of compensation for Cam? Well, I was kind of shocked and kind of glad what I was seeing. Uh, here's the first one they list is uh, the Los Angeles Chargers. They said a first-round pick next year, so 2020, and a mm-hmm. fourth round in 2021. Uh, okay. They say the Buccaneers. I don't even want to mention this one because I can't imagine anybody trading within the same division a possible franchise quarterback like that. But they said I a can. first round and a fifth round. I don't. I could imagine it if uh, the Bucks really want him. I don't think it would be for a first round and a fifth round. I think they'd have to pony up maybe a first and a second or something like that. But wouldn't the Panthers do that if you were getting that type of draft capital? Why wouldn't they? If you're not going to play the guy and that's your best offer, why wouldn't you take that? I don't. I that would be difficult because then if he lights it up and he like spanks you, then your whole front office yeah. looks like an idiot. But I think but you, your front office is going to look like an idiot anyway if he goes out and lights it up. I personally think and regardless you tra- of where he goes, I think you try to trade it to the AFC, maybe the NFC, but like not in the same division. That's yeah. just the way I see. Uh, my, my opinion and sorry my opinion on that is if you don't think he's good enough to play for your team then get as much as you can out of him regardless of where he's going because i mean what's the best case scenario he plays another three years before he kind of starts breaking down for real i mean the guy's had a lot of hits mm. i don't know if right. it can help you move up in the draft then do it now here's an interesting one cincinnati Bengals. They don't offer the first round pick. They offer their second round pick, their fourth round pick, and ne- and the year after third round pick. So you're looking that at that makes sense. <sighs> uh, it, well, they're not going to trade the number one overall pick. I know, but that... I don't, I don't, I don't like that trade. I think you'd at least need to get a first rounder. So if you're doing that, then you'd get Cincy's second round pick this year. What was it? Fourth round pick. A fourth round pick. And, and next, then maybe their first round pick next year or something. That's what I would go for. Yeah, I, I agree. If we could get their next year's first, I would be willing to do it. But just this yeah. second and a fourth. I know it's a, the first, second, but still, that's tough. Now, yeah. this one says Denver Broncos. But Drew Locke has been lighting it up, so I don't predict it. But they say a second round pick this year, a third round pick and a 2021 second-round pick. That's good compensation. I do agree, though. I don't think the Broncos are in the market at this point. I think they're pleasantly surprised by Drew Locke. Yeah, I am too. I think they're going to... They 
spent a second round pick on him last year. He's looking good. I don't see why they would jump ship so quickly. Yeah. Uh, another one I was kind of surprised with, but I can kind of see it too. Indianapolis Colts. Hmm. Is Jacoby Brissett a free agent after this year? No, they I don't signed. Think he is. They signed him to a two-year extension in the offseason. That's right. Like a week after. Andrew Luck. It's reasonable money. Yeah, it's I think like fourteen a year, fourteen million a year. Uh, okay. But uh, they, I guess that's possible. I don't see that uh, unless they trade him too. Well, they said a first round pick this year and a first a fifth round pick next year. Hmm. Yeah, but they would be picking probably in the twenties. Now, what if they traded a first round pick and Jacoby Brissett? For Cam Newton. I'd do it. Is that interesting? That's more interesting to me. That's definitely more interesting, and I'd do it. What if it was like a third-round pick in Jacoby Brissett? No. What about a second-round pick in a Jacoby Brissett? I, I don't think... I there, like Jacoby Brissett, but I don't think he's a franchise quarterback. I think he's a... He's a quarterback around the 15-16 <clears throat> of the league. And I don't know if that's what He's I would an want. An Andy Dalton type <laughs> in terms of just average. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Maybe a little bit yeah. better than Andy Dalton, but yeah, the Dalton yeah. scale. Yeah. And um, I'm surprised that Chicago wasn't on that list. Yeah, a lot of people have him going to Chicago, and I, I don't see it. I just, I think they still spent so much on Trubisky. <clears throat> That they're gonna still have to ride with him until, until a new coaching staff comes in. I don't know. I mean, they benched him this year already, mm. at least for, you know for a couple of games. So, um, any other teams that kind of jump out at you that might be? I'm surprised the Colts were on that list. I would not have put them on that list. Um, I think the Raiders are a possibility, just because Gruden loves a new quarterback. Yeah. I'm going to throw and one. They have a lot of draft capital. I'm going to throw one out there. This is purely speculation. New England Patriots. Hmm. Cuz rumor is that Tom Brady is not happy there and that he's probably going to retire or move on somewhere else to prove he could do it somewhere else, which that's I feel like they say that every year. So take that, that with a grain of That'd be so interesting to see Cam Newton mm-hmm. playing in that system. And that's kind of what I want to throw it out there, because what would Belichick be able to do with Cam Newton? Yeah, I mean, as much as I'd hate it, I think it'd be really fun to watch. Yeah. Especially if Cam's healthy. I mean, I, if Cam's healthy, I want him here. But if he's not here, then I'd like him to be in a good place, because I like Cam. Mm-hmm. And as much as I don't want him to tear us up in the in the playoffs or anything, that would be fun to watch. Um, okay, so let's have this discussion with the belief that Cam gets traded mm-hmm. and we get a middle of the first round first pick for him. Okay. Well, I think it, I think it's important to say that. So we'll say 15th, just 15th or 16th. Yeah, somewhere between, somewhere between 13 and 18, something like that. Just a middle, mid round pick. Well, you think that we're already going to have, right now we're sitting at pick number 12. The last of the five and eight teams, which I predict us to slowly go up because of the teams we face the next three weeks. I don't think we're winning any of them. So right now, 12, I think we'll probably end up picking eight or nine. And I say anywhere between six and 10, I think is realistic for us. Um, I'm hoping towards the upper part of that range yeah you you but, had to do put my numbers in between yours and do a wider scale to be right is that well what doing? because i <laughs> because i just have a feeling we're gonna win one of these games to our detriment because we did the same thing last year i just have a feeling we're either gonna beat the colts or the saints are gonna be in a position to rest their players and we're gonna beat them okay that's my only that's my only you know i think i think if i had to guess i would say we pick ninth yeah. if i had to guess Okay, so before, do you want to jump into the rookies or the possible free agents first? Well, let's talk about it. I mean, do you think, I guess we probably really won't know until the new coach comes in, mm-hmm. but most of the time, 
if you're picking in the top 10 and you have a new coach, you're going to be drafting a quarterback, especially if you don't have a quarterback on the roster. Yeah, and especially once you look at the possible free agents, there, there's no one that stands out really that you want to bring in to be the cornerstone of a new fran- franchise quarterback. Well, let's talk. Let's let's run through those first, then, because I think we're going to spend most time on the rookies. Uh, so I just want to hit a couple of the main free agent quarterbacks that are going to be available. Um, Teddy Bridgewater, I think, is probably going to be at the top of the free agent list mm-hmm. for quarterbacks. Yeah, he's on top of now, mine. He is a similar-ish style to Cam, although he probably doesn't run that much anymore. Um, but he showed in New Orleans that he can handle a team. Mm-hmm. And they've got a lot of talent on that team. But we've got a lot of talent on our skill position players as well. So I think Teddy would probably be at the top of almost everybody's list in terms of free agent quarterbacks. I don't know how much you're going to have to pay him. Yeah. It- and that's kind of the big drawback to getting one of these top free agent quarterbacks is you got to pay them. And you, and you got to think, too, Drew Brees is a free agent, too. So the Saints have to pay one of them. I mean, obviously, yeah. Drew Brees, if he wants to come back, is going to get the nod. But Exactly, yep. You never know. He might, if they win the Super Bowl, he may hang it up. Right, and I, I didn't even really include Drew Brees. I'm not going to include Tom Brady, even though they technically are going to be unrestricted free agents i just figure they're either going to go back to their team or they're going to retire yeah another one that's probably going back to his team dak prescott i have as my number two even though i'm not a big fan of his i think he's the second best player that's possible free agent i would probably have him number one if i thought it was realistic Mm. but i don't think it's realistic Um, so i actually didn't have him on my list either Uh, another one that i think is actually is realistic is philip rivers Mm-hmm. he's going to be an unrestricted free agent. And I could see, I mean, I could even see a swap where Cam goes there and Phillip Rivers comes uh. here. If you're not drafting a quarterback, if if the coach comes in, he says, I don't like any of these quarterbacks that are left at you know the ninth pick, but we need somebody to come in here and run this team for the next couple of years. I could see Phillip Rivers doing that. I could see... Um, He's having such an awful season, though. He is just—he is a detriment to that team. Here's another one, though. Mm. Eli Manning. Yeah, I have Eli here too. I no, just no. Eli looked okay last night, but uh, I—I think—I think think that would not be. Again, you'd be looking at a stopgap situation there. Mm -hmm. Um, Another one that's interesting, though, is Ryan Tannehill. I think. Titans are going to back up the Brinks truck for him, and I think it's going to be a huge mistake. <laughs> I think you're probably right. I think they're going to yeah, make the— I already the... saw that they were working on a contract extension for him. I think they're going to make the playoffs. He's—you know how I said uh, about 15 to 16 for uh, Jacoby? Mm-hmm. I think Tannehill's in that 20 range of starting I think Tannehill could get more than that. Especially if he continues to play as well as he has the last month and a half. But that's what he did in Miami. He looks good for a little while, and then he doesn't. That's all you need to get a big contract. No, I I the know prom- that. He's a young guy, and it's the promise. Um, Really, the only other one that I think, if you really wanted to take a shot and take a chance, would be Jameis. I wouldn't want to take that shot Mm-mm. for that chance. But somebody's going to. And we're talking about Jameis Winston because there's so many Jameises out there. Right. (laughs) Jameis Winston. I mean, Marcus Mariota is also going to be available. I don't think he's going to get a big deal at all. Um, I don't think he should. (laughs) Um, Those are really, I mean, Colt McCoy, Case Keenum are out there, but they're not going to get big deals. They're backups. You know, that's really it. Mm -hmm. And that's actually a lot for... An NFL offseason. You're right. And a lot of these will probably re-sign. Like I said, Teddy Bridgewater or Drew Brees will re-sign with New Orleans. Uh, Mm -hmm. Dak Prescott will most likely sign. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, like you said, already going to get working on a contract extension. So realistically, you're looking at, you know, an Eli Manning type 
or a Jameis Winston that you just roll the dice. Mm-hmm. And that's assuming Jameis Winston gets released, which isn't a sure thing. I, I think it's more likely than not, considering Bruce Arians wants to win. And Yeah, I think Jameis they're moving on. He's an unrestricted free agent, like you said, not being released. But yeah. I don't see them re-signing him, especially to probably the contract he wants. As a number one overall pick, he already got a lot of money, so he's probably looking for more. <laughs> yeah, don't see it. So it sounds like... We would both be okay with Teddy Bridgewater, mm-hmm. but only... I mean, I don't want to pay Teddy Bridgewater $30 million a year. Oh, no. But if you could get Teddy for 25, 22 to 25, I don't. I think he'll get more than that. But if you could, then I think that's worth it for three or four years. Yeah, and what you just said is key. <clears throat> three to four years, a prove-it deal that... You know, two years from now, if you're starting, we've made the playoffs, you're going to get an extension that's going to put you in the upper echelon of quarterbacks. And now I would also want to say that, um, and I don't know how realistic this would be, but I would almost want to hold off on signing a quarterback until the draft. Mm -hmm. Because if some of these guys that we're going to talk about here fall a few spots then I would rather have probably three guys in this draft than Teddy Bridgewater. Okay, well, let's talk about them. Okay. So I pulled up CBS's prospect ranking for quarterbacks. Um, I'm kind of shocked. This was updated fairly recently. It still has Tua. I I can't say his last name. Tag of Vallejo. Vallejo? (laughs) (laughs) Tua Tagovailoa. Yeah. Tagovailoa. I'm just going to call him Tua. From Alabama, yeah, they still have him as a t- top quarterback. That fifth over, yeah, fifth overall for them. And Joe, I would agree with that. And Joe Burrow is six. Yeah, so I would agree with Tua being number one. He was he would be at the top of my list by far. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tua is now for those of you that don't know, Tua is the quarterback of Alabama, and he got hurt a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And it looks like, what is it, a dislocated hip, I think, that did require surgery. But his prognosis is he'll make a full recovery and could actually resume football activities in a couple of months. So even before the draft, he could be uh, resuming football activities, which I think means that this fall that some people project Tua to have is not going to happen. I don't see him falling out of the top five at all. And this is the player that Miami was tanking for, that it was the front office basically came out and said, we want this guy, and now it's in question. So will he fall past them? That's the question. Here's the reason. Mm -hmm. In 2019, before he got hurt, he completed 71% of his passes for 2,840 yards, 33 touchdowns, and three interceptions. He also runs the ball pretty well. So this is the guy. I mean, this this could be – he's – Looked at as a generational talent before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Now this this injury is rare in terms of football injuries, so I think people are a little scared of how his rehab is going to go and whether or not he truly will be, gain that mobility back. Um, but I think, I mean, if he does and he and he happens to fall to the Panthers' pick, they would be stupid not to take a chance. I think. I, I agree. Uh, let's. I want to talk besides his hip injury. He is only listed as six foot one, so he's probably on the little bit shorter side for a starting quarterback. And I said listed, so he's probably more like mm. six foot, if not a little yeah. bit shorter. Right. And he's a Russell Wilson size probably. Yeah. And he does move around a lot in that pocket and stuff. And with that hip injury, you don't know, like you said, his mobility mm. if that will be gone. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's the risk, right? But with the way the the contract structure is now, you know, you're not paying rookie quarterbacks sixty million dollars anymore. You're paying them, you know, mm-hmm. thirty million dollars. Now I like Tua too, but like I said, we're we would probably have to jump Miami because Cincinnati is going to be picking one. They're going to be taking a quarterback, most likely Joe Burrow. Maybe. Maybe. I've seen some mocks that have uh, Chase Young, the Ohio State defensive lineman, as the 
can't miss by far top prospect in this draft. If you don't take him, you're making a huge mm-hmm. mistake. And I've seen some mocks that have Chase Young going. Now, if Cincinnati likes uh, a quarterback such as like Jake Fromm, who we'll talk to in a you know, talk about in a minute, and could get him lower in the draft, then they could easily take Chase Young number one and take themselves out of the running for a quarterback in the top ten. And if that happens, the Panthers are really lucky because then it hits the Giants who just drafted Daniel Jones, the Redskins who just drafted Dwayne Haskins, then Miami, like I said, they're definitely in the search mm-hmm. for a quarterback. Uh, Detroit right. Lions, they seem still happy with Matt Stafford unless they have a new quarterback who or a coach who wants to go in a different direction. Arizona just drafted Murray. Jacksonville with Minshew Mania going on. Atlanta, Matt Ryan. I mean, mm-hmm. he's still good. I hate him, but he's still so good. Uh, the Jets, Sam Darnold. And then you have to go to 10 at Les- Los Angeles Chargers. And again, we at this point, we may be jumping them. Yeah, I would say, honestly, I would say if Cincinnati does not take a quarterback, the Panthers need to be making calls. And trying to trade up to two or three. I mean, three, realistically. Try to trade up to three. Or, I mean, maybe even try to trade up to five. Because, you know, you figure Miami is either going to take Tua or Burrow. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about Burrow in a minute. Um, and I'd be fine with either or the other one, honestly. Yeah. I would be too. Because the... the and. You know, you might say, well, do they even really need to jump up if all these other teams are not going to be drafting quarterbacks? Well, all these other teams are going to be looking to draft down or trade down mm-hmm. because they're not taking quarterbacks. So somebody else is going to jump yeah. up. Yeah. And, you know, it, this draft, I think there's a few can't misses. I'd say like two or three. And I, after that, it's it's a decent I got draft. Two. Yeah. I think two might. Well, if you, if you say Tua is healthy, then I think two. No, no, I meant can't um, miss players overall. You said Chase Young. Oh, I think players the Alabama receiver Judy. Yeah, Jerry Judy. Yeah, Jerry Judy. He's a he's a can't miss too, guy too. Yeah, I agree. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna assume Joe Burrow is the next guy on your list. Yeah. Well, I kind of have Joe Burrow one and two a two just because of the injury. Well, I'm saying on your on your CBS list. Yeah, my CBS list it has Joe Burrow from LSU. Uh, he's a senior. He transferred from Ohio State, and he has lit it up this year. Probably going to win the Heisman. I, yeah. I've watched him play a few games because LSU's on TV. He looks good. I, I don't know he's, how he transferred from Ohio State, why they weren't playing him. but Yeah, he's incredible. Um, 78% of his passes for 4,300 yards, 44 touchdowns, and six interceptions. And he can also run a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's got almost 300 rushing yards and three t- three rushing touchdowns. So he's got he's six four, two sixteen. I mean, he's he could probably bulk up a little bit, but he's NFL size. Um, and I think he's probably the first quarterback taken, unless Miami just can't get too out of their mind. Yeah, I, I agree. I think Joe Burrow is a really good piece. My only worry is he just came on in his senior year. He had to transfer. He wasn't beating other players out. Kind of makes you a little worried there, but at the same time, did something click this year with his new coaching staff in LSU, which is not known for being able to develop quarterbacks, but he seems to develop nicely there. Yeah. um, If we could get Burrow, then I would be ecstatic. Yeah, I would be too. I don't see him falling I, to us or... I don't think it happens. I, yeah, I, I think, think he's going number one, like I said earlier. Uh, number three is a little surprise to me. Jacob Eason from Washington. See, I'm looking at a list from WalterFootball.com, and they've got Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert is the next, the next one. Uh, CBS has jacob eason 22 overall ranked while justin herbert 31 overall ranked both Hmm. first round talents per ranking so which one do you want to go with first well let's talk about eason i guess since he's on your list Uh, um he's a big guy yeah he's six foot six 227 uh he he's another transfer uh he was down there he was projected to have the starting job in georgia and then he got injured. 
when he got injured, Jake Fromm, who we'll talk about here in a little bit, <laughs> we keep saying that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he took over and they played really well. Went to the national title game as a true freshman with Jake Fromm, and Jacob Eason had to transfer out because he wasn't going to get that job back. Yeah, Jacob Eason reminds me a little bit of uh, Pat Mahomes hmm. when he was coming out in terms of his still a little bit raw. Mm-hmm. Might He might benefit from sitting a year like Mahomes did, but ridiculously powerful arm. Um, he's pretty accurate, 64% of your passes. You like to see a little more than that in college, um, but 22 touchdowns, 8 interceptions – I, I sort of liken him to Mahomes a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, if he turns out to be Mahomes, that's a, a great pick. Um, I have him listed as five, actually, on this list, and from ahead of him, hmm. actually. Um, but let's talk about Herbert, because I think... By the way, Eason, Herbert, maybe, uh, and from all probably m- the most likely if the Panthers decide to make a pick, and stay in their spot. Yep. Uh, Those are probably the guys that will be there. So Justin Herbert is from Oregon. He's about the same size as Eason. He's 6'6", 225. Um, I have 237. So a little bit bigger. So, yeah. um, You know, they might have weighed him for CBS after after that Thanksgiving dinner. I don't know. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. Herbert's had a really good season, 68% of his passes for about 3,100 yards, 31 touchdowns and five interceptions. Mm -hmm. So that's great. Um, He is, he could also run the ball, but they haven't had him run a lot this season. So he actually runs a 4.740, which is a little slower than Cam, but faster than a lot of quarterbacks out there. But I think that this would be a really good pick for us if we could get him in the 10 to 12 range. Okay. Now, here's the thing with Justin Herbert. I have an issue with. They expected okay. him to light it up this year. I know his stats mm-hmm. are good. But from all the things I'm reading from the scouts, again, I'm I don't get to see all this. But they're yeah. saying he he's didn't improve this year. He actually regressed from last year. And the one game I watched with him was against Arizona State. That was their loss this year, and he looked lost out there. I don't know if it was what Herm Edwards, the coach of Arizona State, was doing to him, but he was missing throws. I'm not saying I wouldn't be ecstatic to get him. I'm just saying I do have my reservations about him. And he so I don't and la, go ahead before sorry. this year started. They had Tua as the number one quarterback and Herbert as the number two, and they're both neck and neck saying, hey, Herbert might go before him. But then this year, the way he's played, he's dropped. So it makes me a little nervous just drafting him. I'm not sure because his, I mean, if you're just looking at his stats, in 2018, he completed 59% of his passes for 3,100 yards, 29 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. This year is 68% of his passes, 3,100 yards, 31 touchdowns, and 5 interceptions. So, I mean, stats-wise, he's looked better. Um, I haven't watched a lot of Oregon football either. I mean, we're East Coast guys, and they don't really show Oregon out here that much unless they're playing an SEC team or something. Or it's like 10 o'clock at night and, you know. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I mean, stats-wise, he's looked good, and Oregon has been a pretty good team this year. So, um, I don't know. I haven't seen the negative stuff that you have, but I think I'd be happy with giving Herbert a shot here, especially if we can get him and not have to give up draft capital to get him. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about the last, I think the last guy that will maybe go into a lot of uh, detail on mm-hmm. Jake Fromm, who isn't a guarantee to even come out. No. And honestly, if I was his family and agent, I would tell him to go back. I. He hasn't had a great year. Uh, I mean, he's had a good year stats-wise, but... And, you know, funnily enough, Georgia, had they won against LSU, would have been in the mm-hmm. playoff, and, you know, they only would have only lost one game. But in terms of his statistics, he has dropped a bit. Um, now, he's 6'2", 220, so he's, you know, probably average quarterback height. Um, this year, he's 62% of his passes, 2,300 yards, 21 touchdowns, 3 interceptions. 
Um, last year, he was a little better than that. 67% of his passes, 2,700 yards, 30 touchdowns, and six interceptions. So I've heard, you know, they've had a lot of injuries at Georgia this year mm-hmm. in terms of their offensive line and some of their skill position guys. I mean, if you just watch that game at LSU, that Georgia was dropping like flies, the, mm-hmm. the players out there. So I think a lot of his regression comes from the fact that he's had less talent around him. I think Jake Fromm is going to be a good NFL quarterback. Um, but I think you might, if he comes out this year, I mean, he's going to be bottom of the first round, middle of the second round, somewhere in that range. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. What do you think? I like Jake Fromm. Uh, my problem is he he's, again, not taking a step forward. He went to the national yeah. title game as a true freshman. Last year he had a good season, and this year it's been... It's been good. I'm not going to knock him, but it hasn't been that great. I, If you ever go to Netflix, go to a show called QB1. Uh, his fir- The first season of that, Jake Fromm, as a high school freshman, they followed him around his senior year. This kid is a le- or this guy is a leader. I really like him, but I, I would love to see a little bit more. I don't know if in the future you know, he's going to be a great NFL quarterback, but I think he's going to be a solid NFL quarterback. I don't know if he's going to break that upper echelon of the top five premier quarterbacks. But back to that, he could be a solid starter for multiple years. It- yeah, I mean, <clears throat> he he kind of reminds me of... I don't want to say Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. But I think his skill set in terms of he doesn't have a cannon for an arm, mm-hmm. but he can throw it downfield. He's accurate. He's not extremely mobile, but he is a little mobile. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, his height and everything is right around Tom Brady. I, you know, I think he's going to be the type of guy that's if he's in the right system, he could be a superstar. And if he's in the wrong system, he's just going to be average. And I agree with that. I think part of the problem with his play at Georgia not getting better is the type of play they play. They like to run the ball and play defense, which is a great formula to win games. But That's SEC football. But look at, he beat out Justin Fields last year for the starting job. They brought in the number one quarterback of high school to compete for that starting job for him. And he beat him out, just like he did Jacob Eason. Justin Field then goes transfers to Ohio State and lights it up. He is now a Heisman finalist this year. So that's where I'm kind of like, oh, it could be the system that Jake Fromm is just doing as much as they're asking for him. I, I do think that has a lot to do with it. Because, I mean, the guy's got talent. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Uh, is it, Was there anybody else you really wanted to touch on? I do, because I see this guy going in the first round on some mock drafts. And I, can, I, can I guess who it is? Yeah. Is it Jordan Love? No. Okay, I've actually seen him go in the first round. So who, who's your other guy? Jalen Hurts. I do, not, I do not want him here. I do not think he's a good enough thrower to be a... Next year, I do not think he's going to be a starting quarterback because of his throwing ability. Now, if you want to draft him in the late second, third round to as a project, that's one thing. But I don't think he's he's not going to be Lamar Jackson. What is, where is he ranked on that CBS list? On CBS, he is ranked eighth. So on this WalterFootball.com list, they have Jalen Hurts ranked seventeenth and projected to go in the fifth. Or seventh round. I feel like that was an old prediction. It's was updated twelve five nineteen. Now Hertz has completed seventy two percent of his passes for thirty three hundred yards, thirty one touchdowns, and six interceptions for Oklahoma, who was a top. I mean, they're in the playoff. Uh, he's a Heisman so, finalist too. Another one. I don't understand why they would say that he's going that late, but I've seen. I mean, some people are even saying like this list says some feel Hertz should move to fullback for the NFL. First of all, the fullback position is dead. I mean, Walter Football is like a well-respected <laughs> website for football. I'm I'm shocked, but no, I think Hertz is a a project. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I th- so I don't know. I, I think if we could get him like in the fourth round, maybe I'd yeah I'd be fine with that. Yeah, but we're looking for a starting quarterback. I don't think we're gonna be looking in the fourth round, which he may surprise us and be something better. But I I don't think he's yeah. gonna be that. Uh, Kyler Murray has not looked great this year. Um, Baker hasn't looked great. It may be Lincoln Riley's system. Uh, I think he could coach yeah. up a good quarterback. And we'll discuss that when we talk about head coaching options. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he's on the list. Um, so if you had to... All right, so let's let's do this. Who do you want mm-hmm. and who do you actually think is going to be our quarterback in 2020? Mm-hmm. Okay, who do I want? I'll take Tua, even though I would be worried about you may have to sit him all of next year just to make sure that... The upside is just... Yes. Hi. Yeah, I agree. Joe Burrow, I, I've been really impressed with when I watched him play. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna go with Justin Herbert, even though I knocked him. You think that's who we're gonna end up with? No, no, no. That's who I would oh, like. Oh. Sorry. Okay. 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 So, de- depending on where we could get Justin Herbert. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if we're picking twelve and we pick Herbert, I am not upset with yeah. that. Okay. Okay. And who do you think it's gonna be? think cam i still yeah i still think cam is going to be starting here next year okay well this whole conversation was for nothing then. oh i mean so, it, good job it's, i'm just it's, kidding it's, i'm just kidding <laughs> this, this you've wasted everyone's time no well this is what i think obviously this whole show is about you know entertainment slash you know thinking about the future <laughs> but i think that's what's really going to happen i think the new coach is going to come in they're going to look at Cam and be like, I want to at least see what he has before we ship him off. And I think he's going to start again next year. Yeah. Um, I think Tua is obviously who I would want as well. The, the injury doesn't scare me off from him at all. I think he just – and even if it didn't work out, I think the potential for him is so high. I would love to take him. I think it's probably going to be Justin Herbert. I think that that's probably where – I don't – foresee Herney trading up because he really doesn't do that that often. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I could even see him trading down it, and taking... If Herney is here. I think he will be. I think he will be. And I could see him... I could actually see him trading down into, you know, the latter half of the first round and taking a Jake Fromm or... You know, maybe Herbert Falls or um, this Jordan Love kid that I see at the end of the first round. I haven't taken too much of a look on him, but um, maybe we don't even take a quarterback in, in the first round. We roll with Kyle Allen for a year. And that was my other thought. Next year, there's a Justin Fields is going to be out there, Trevor Lawrence. There's some good quarterbacks coming out next year, too, that... Yeah, I mean, again, Jacob Eason may need to go back. Jake Fromm might go back. Those guys could be yeah. there and really mature, and they could, you know, maybe they, maybe they go, hey, let's give Will Greer a chance, see what he has. I think that you know. Yeah, it, I mean, it feels like bringing in a new coach, mm-hmm. you're going to draft a quarterback. I mean, that it just feels like that is what happens, especially if we're drafting, you know middle towards the end of the first round. I mean, those guys are going to be there. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, my hope is that Tua falls and people are scared of it. Uh, You know, maybe his rehab doesn't go great the first or the month leading up to the draft and people are scared. That would be my hope. But I don't know that that's realistic. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. Well. All right. That was a fun discussion of 40 minutes almost jeez (laughs) um all right well let's take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll quickly preview the seahawks Mm -hmm. versus panthers hi my name is melissa and i'm the host of the haunted ride a paranormal and spiritual podcast every week i share some of my own personal stories and a few of yours as well we talk about things from spirits to ghosts demons angels cryptids or any experience that just seems a little too weird and you honestly can't call it normal. What if you've communicated with a ghost? You feel other people's emotions? 
Maybe you're questioning if you're an empath, medium, or could even be a psychic. Well, we cover that too. So join me every Monday on your favorite podcast player and tune in as we talk about all the great and sometimes scary things that happen through this haunted journey we call life. Because ghosts are out there. And if you're not careful, they will get you. back now we're going to go ahead and look at our the panthers game against seattle seattle seahawks are 10 and 3 coming to carolina who is five and eight the panthers are five and a half point underdogs in this game at home so with that three point edge at home they're really on a neutral field eight and a half point underdogs uh seattle is currently sitting in the first wild card spot for the playoffs uh they still have a chance at their own NFC West title. They're one game out from them, and I believe they play them one more time. So they're definitely going to the playoffs. It They're a really good team. Uh, yeah, they're a great team. Um, they, play, they actually play the 49ers Week 17. So that could be for the division. That could be for a bye. Yeah. I mean, almost certainly will be for a bye if they're playing for the division. So, um, yeah, they play the Panthers, then they play the Cardinals. So you almost figure that's, I mean, let's be honest, that's probably two wins, mm-hmm. and then going into the oh, 49ers, that's going to be so. such a such a raucous crowd and good game. Yeah, and the Niners play the Falcons and the Rams, so they could potentially lose against the Rams, mm-hmm. and then the Seahawks. And I mean, that man, I hope they flex that game. Yeah, I do too. Uh, I'd love to watch that. Now, game. looking at Seattle, they're fifth in total offense. They Russell Wilson is probably going to win the MVP. Yeah, I would say he's leading the pack. Uh, they're 11th in total offense, or 11th in passing, 243 yards per game. Um, they have allowed 40 sacks this season, so that's a good number. It's pretty high. Uh, yeah. And they're surprisingly third in rushing. I was not expecting that. Averaging 140 yards per game. So expect 240 yards this week against Carolina. Oh my God. If you are if you have a running back for the Seattle Seahawks, start them this week in fantasy. Uh, mm. Speaking of running backs, Chris Carson having a heck of a year. They drafted Rashad Penny last year in the first round. And Chris Carson has kept him on the bench. Uh, he is averaging 4.3 yards per carry. Already has 1,000 yards for the season, 1,057. He only has five touchdowns, but he's been really solid there for them. Yeah, and then Rashawn Penny mm-hmm. is their other running back, and he's looked really good too. Yeah, he's more of the home run hitter right now. Uh, he only has 65 attempts on the season. Kind of surprised that low. Yeah. Uh. For receiving, Tyler Lockett's their number one, who has 67 yard, uh, receptions for 874 yards. And the rookie, I thought this guy was going to be such a bust. I thought he was just going to be one of those combine studs that didn't produce in college and didn't produce in the pros. Well, I was wrong. He has 50 receptions, 783 yards, and five touchdowns. That is a strong rookie season. Yeah, he. Uh, I mean, he's up there in the rookie of the year. I think probably Jacobs from Oakland gets that, but he he's been playing really well, and he's he's coming on even better mm-hmm. as the year goes on. So, uh, yeah, he he was kind of surprising to me too. He fell in the draft a bit. Yeah, people are expecting him to go a lot higher than he went. Yeah, I think some of the once people watched the tape that he wasn't that good at Ole Miss. I think he dropped a little bit, but. He's looking great now. For the Panthers, I don't see how we stop them. <laughs> Our run <laughs> defense is so horrible, and their run offense is so good. I just, and then you have Russell Wilson being able to sling it back there. I think we could get some sacks in this game, maybe three or or four or five, but I don't think it's going to really cause much damage. Well, here's the thing with the Seahawks: is as good as they are, they play close games. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, if other than week four against Arizona, where they won by 17, they have not won a single game by more than one score all season long. Mm-hmm. And they've won 10 games. So they won by one point, two points, uh, one point, four points, mm-hmm. seven points, six points, three points, eight points, seven points. So, I mean, these teams are staying in it. Yeah. And they actually have played a, a decent schedule, but I, you know, I expect the Panthers to somehow hang around in this game. Well, just because that's what Seattle does. And this is where it's going to have to be. It's going to have to be on offense. Our defense is not that good against the run, and Seattle's defense is surprisingly not that good either. Uh, they rank 26 overall, uh, 375 yards per game. They're giving up. They're 29th against the pass, giving up 271 yards. They only have 23 yeah. sacks on the season. Uh, Jadavian Clowney, he has not been spectacular there. Brian Burns has more sacks than him at this time of the season. And Brian Burns huh. barely gets snaps. Yeah, he barely <laughs> plays. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I think uh, I think that the passing game is going to be able to put up yards in this game. Mm-hmm. I think DJ Moore is probably going to have a heck of a game. Um I think Kyle Allen will probably still throw two interceptions in this game, but he's going to have 350 <laughs> yards. Yeah, I think I think the Panthers will score in this game. I just think the Seahawks are going to score more. Mm. So, um, uh, yeah, I see. I, I foresee this being a big Christian McCaffrey game as well. I think he's he could end up with a hundred. Passing and 100 receiving yards in this game. That would be awesome. I'm sorry, 100 rush, 100 rushing and 100 receiving yards in this game. Not passing. Is that your bold um, prediction? No, I don't think that's bold enough. Wow. <laughs> I think he's just gonna. I think he's just gonna have that type of game. Um, I think they're they're actually really trying to get him to a thousand receiving yards this year, and they should because what else do you have to play for? Well, like, they could give guy. him the rushing re- record. He's sixty. He's sixty yards from first place right now. Let him. Let him tote the rock. Don't give him 10 carries. What's better, though, being the third guy in NFL history to have 1,000, 1,000, or winning a random rushing title? I want the rushing title. I don't know why. I just do. <laughs> what about both, I don't know. sir? I don't know. What about both? Uh, sure, I'd love to have both. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I think this ends up being kind of a close game, but... I do think the Sea the Seahawks win. Um, my bold prediction is that we do see Will Greer in this game, and that he put he throws for more yards than Kyle Allen <laughs> in the game. I could see that too. <laughs> uh, go. Yeah, on, I think that actually happens. Going back to your close game, I do not think this is going to be a close game, and that brings us to. Presented by Blue Moon for <laughs> shitty people. <laughs> Not really brought by Blue Moon. <laughs> but that, That's an inside joke. But we're going to put that in. <laughs> uh, the point spread's five and a half. You're going over, correct? No, I'm going under. Oh, yeah, you're going under. I think I'm this going is going to be, yeah, I think this is going to be a close game. <laughs> yeah, I think this is like a five, a four or five point win for the Seahawks. Um, somehow the Panthers hang around, but aren't able to get it done. You know, maybe it, maybe another goal line stand where they can't they can't score. But yeah, you think this is going to be a bigger yeah, win for the Seahawks? I, I do. I think that this team has given up on the season. I think it it's going to be another slaughter, kind of like last week. Unfortunately, yeah. I could see it. I could see it both ways. I just think that. I mean. History this season has shown Seattle playing close games. So, but this could be. I mean, what what else do they really have to play yeah. for other than pride? And are they do they care about Perry Fuel? Probably not. No. And I listened to Steve Smith on the radio today on WFNZ. They he brought up he goes when we had that season where it was John Fox's lame duck year. We knew he was getting oh, yeah. fired. He's he's like two and fourteen. Yeah, you're playing for tape. He said, as soon as the new coaching staff came in, they pulled you aside and was like, okay, I was looking at your tape last year towards the end of the season. You quit blocking. You, and he goes, 
you know, that does play a part on you making a roster, especially the lower guys. So, yeah. But it looks like they gave up last week, so I don't know. Uh, so what is your score prediction? So I think it's going to be a relatively high-scoring game. I think it's, uh, obviously I said it was going to be a Seahawks victory. Um, I think it's going to be like 34-29, something like that. Just just under that five and a half. Yeah, I have Seattle winning 35-20. to 20. Okay. So... A 15 point. You added a field goal since last time we talked. Yes, I did. Because <laughs> they're allowing 24 points a game, and I was like, yeah, let's crank yeah. it up. All right. I hear you. Uh, do you have a bold prediction? I do. Okay. This is going to shock a couple fans, but I think Ian Thomas is going to have eight receptions. Oh, my God. <laughs> 125 yards. I hope it happens. I'd love to see him come on strong towards the end of the year. I, I have not been an Ian Thomas believer, but if it happens, great. Yeah, that's why I mean, that's why I did it because I know. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't see it happening, but uh, in fact, I don't think he's on the roster next year. But that's okay. 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 All right. Well, um, I think that's it. I, I do too. <sighs> Thank everybody for listening. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, please email us at meowmixmailbag at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at meowmixpodcast. And keep pounding, guys. Keep pounding. Yep. <laughs> we'll be back on Monday morning, 12 a.m., as usual, to discuss what's honestly, hopefully, a Panthers loss. Yeah. Uh, I mean, at this point, I just, we're rooting for draft I, position. I'm really hoping you're right where it's a close game where you feel a little little bit of pride, but it's still loss, unlike last week. I, I mean, I'd honestly just love to see Will Greer go out and throw the football around. I'd love to see Reggie Bonifan get in and get some run. I'd like to see some of these young guys do something. I'd like to see DJ Moore have a massive game. I'd like to see Ian Thomas have a massive game. Mm-hmm. I'd just like to see some something to hope for for next season. Yeah, I think that's all we can really go for right now. And on that note, keep pounding.